0: Hey, Mercy Hill students, Pastor Dan here. Welcome to The Edge Online Week 10. Uh, Hard to believe uh, we've been going that long. Uh, Congratulations on making it to summer, though it sort of felt like summer without being able to do anything for a while. Uh, So I know um, hopefully restrictions will continue to ease up and uh, you'll get to hang out, hit the beach, and uh, behave yourself. Um, We are uh i i've thought about this for a while and i really miss uh meeting together hey mercy hill students pastor dan uh, uh is the edge online week week 10 hardly at least week 10 C- congrats on on summer uh, uh, summer's here, though it may sort of still feel weird, like you've been in summer for a while, s- sleeping in and whatnot. Um, I'm so glad you, you've you jumped in to join us tonight. We're going to get in the Word in just a minute. Uh, I do miss you guys a lot, miss uh, us meeting in this room, singing, singing and opening the Word to- together. I even miss your clapping and your lack of ability to clap on beat. Uh, somehow it's it 's a sick thing, I know, but I sort of even even miss that um, good news lord Lord willing uh, in two weeks two weeks from t- t- tonight, we plan uh, on having the edge youth service live. it 's going to meet in the worship center it won 't meet in this room it 's going to be in big church we 've got hundred and sixty five chairs that are spread out there so we should be able to hold our group well, but still spread out. Um, we're not sure how it's going to work with face masks and uh, all that type of stuff, but so next week I'll, I'll have a video sort of explain how that's going to lay out, but it's going to be 6, six thirty, June the 10th. Uh, we hope to, to start the edge back alive. Uh, that could change, but that's our plan right now. Uh, we also are going to plan for June 17th to be our senior share night. That's when our our graduates get to get to talk a little bit about what god has has taught them through the past four years and a chance to pass on um, some wisdom they've learned from God to you uh, so that's going to be june seventeenth Our edge is going to still run from six six thirty to eight o'clock uh, the I wanna and all the rest of stuff on campus will not be occurring only the youth will be meeting on Wednesday nights beginning. June 10th. Uh, June 7th, we will begin on Sunday Sunday mor- mor- mornings to meet. You do need to sign up online for that. Jump on the church web- web- website at www.mercyhillfl.com. And beginning June 1st, you can pick a time and which place you're going to meet at for church when we start back June 7th. So we can't wait for all that stuff to occur. Camp has moved from our June 29th date it's been pushed back it's about nine weeks away now to August 2nd through the 6th. Uh, we are still pl- planning to go off to camp at this point uh, as we get near in July if we need to change that up we will uh, but we may it'll be either off at camp or a day camp but I need to sort of know who's going to be a part of it. So we're going to push hard on sign-up. You'll be getting some phone calls or texts just trying to find out what you are thinking if you're going to be coming to camp. You think if things ease up more or not uh, so we can prepare for that. Um, If you can... um, be in prayer for Zion. He's a, a young man who's been a part of our youth, goes to uh, school uh, across the street. N- in ninth-grade ninth, ninth boy who's he's battling against le- 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 leukemia. And uh, he has a transplant June the 5th. Uh, so that's going to be a pretty big deal. He's been sort of pre- prepping up for it a lot. There's a lot of things he's he's going through this week and next week. But if you can just be in prayer for him, just put him at the top of your list. And for the next I mean, two weeks, I'm going to ask you, uh, students, uh, just be in prayer for him, uh, that that will go well. Uh, and Zion, we are praying for you for sure. We're going to jump into our message tonight. We're in uh, week four of our, our, our sermon series titled Beautiful Attitudes and Savage Truths. Uh, and it, so it's, it's on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, tonight's specific mes- message sounds like an old, what's what's Western field, uh, film. If if I was going to give it a, a title, it'd be called the Peacemaker. Make- uh, sounds like something John Wayne would would star in and shoot guys up in. So the Peacemaker is, is sort of what we're going to talk about tonight. There's a post in the from the New York Times. Uh, from two that two thousand three, and it writes this: If we define war as an, any active conflict that has claimed more than a thousand lives, then over the past three thousand four hundred and ten years of recorded human history, there have only been two hundred and sixty-eight years of peace. So, out of three and a half mill- 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 millennium there there have only been 268 years of peace. That is 8% of the time this world has experienced peace. The rest of the time it's always been at war. Even the Pax Romana, uh, the, the the Peace of Rome, which is a period of 207 years, they say, of peace and prosperity. It went from 27 B.C. to uh, 180 A.D. or C.E., whichever we, you you use. It was uh, they, they say it was, it was peaceful, but it really wasn't a time of peace. During that time, it had the first Jewish-Roman War. It had the Kitos War. It had the Bar Kokba Revolt, also known as the third Jewish-Roman War. It had a Roman-Parthian War, which was around 53 AD to 56 AD. It had a, another Roman-Parthian War from... Uh, around 113 AD, had the Dacian Wars, the Teutoburg Forest Wars, which was Rome fighting against Germanic tribes. It had uh, the the Boudicca's War, which was Rome fighting in Britain. So it it was says that it's this time of great great peace, but even in this time of great peace, it was still filled with great uh, war and conflict. We're um. We're going to read uh, in Matthew chapter 5. We're just going to read verse 9 uh, and see where we go from there. So if you are can, we stand in honor of God's word as we just read this one verse. And it says this, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Let's pray together. Dear God, I thank you for your word, the chance for us to, to jump in, to dive in uh, to truth that's important to you. God, just sort of open our minds and our hearts to hear your truth and to respond to it and give us wisdom on how to apply it correctly in our lives. Help us to be honest, help us to be bold, uh, to live for you, to honor you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, peace is a word we frequently use and we frequently uh, hear, but I don't know if we really understand what it means, especially in the biblical sense. There's a uh, there's a uh, a movie called The Princess Bride with a, a man named Enigo Montoya. And he has this quote. Enigo Montoya says, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. And it reminds me of uh, the study we did just, uh, just a, a week or two ago on the word of meekness, which we we automatically usually think it means weakness. Someone who's meek is is weak, but it actually means Power Brr! under under con- control, uh, so meekness isn 't weakness it 's great, great power, uh, and we tend to see uh, when we see the word peacemaker, someone who 's a pacifist, someone who d- doesn 't fight doesn 't want to rile anybody up, but rather they give in and compromise. Uh, so people will be agreeable and nice. That's sort of a peacemaker, someone who's soft-spoken and, and they're just kind and they'll, they'll compromise and sort of let things go your way in order to keep the peace. Um, peace is one of the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. And the world we live in states that peace is an absence of truth or lack of conflict between pe- peoples or Nations, so it's it's uh when you're 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 getting along. Peace means to get get along, to be agree, agreeable. Uh, in the Bible, in he, Hebrew, the word for peace is shalom, uh, uh, and in Greek, it's erenate. But this this word sh- shalom, uh, a lot of times is said in a greeting or when someone departs. It's it's as a it's as a good goodbye. And when you depart, you say, shalom, or it's like peace be with you. But it doesn't just mean I hope you don't have tr- trouble in your life. It, 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 it's meant to wish you a, a whole and complete life. That Not just that you won't have trouble, but that your life will be full and complete. And, man, I don't know about you, but that's what I want. Uh, for my life and for those, those that I love, for you, I want you to have a full and complete life in the world we live in, in movies, you might have seen it, or some of you may have even experienced this at home or even among friends at school. Uh, an example of someone trying to keep the peace, you, uh, uh, they, they come home from school uh, and a parent or older brother or mother is angry uh, or they're dependent on alcohol or drugs. And the person comes home from school and they're tiptoeing the, their way around the house in a way not to hide from them, but they're trying to be as quiet as they can, and they're trying to choose the words they say that they won't rile up the, 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 the person and make them mad because if they say the wrong thing, they're going to fly off the handle at them. So they're just trying to keep the peace. The prophet Ezekiel in chapter 13 uh, talks about this kind of peace. He says, people are being misled because others say peace, and there is no peace. And I don't know about you, but I don't know if someone has acted and said they were going to be peaceful or, or, or agreeable or work with you, but then they didn't. it says, it, he goes, it's like a wall, it's a wall around a city that has these, it's gotten old, it has these cracks in it. And they just take caulk and they smear caulk uh, in the cracks on on the wall. And and they they make the wall look better, like it's it's now doesn't have cracks. But he said when the rains come, and the hail comes, that it beats down on the wall, it washes w- washes away the way the the caulk. It reveals the cracks, and the wall falls down because it, it can't take the weight. It's it's not real peace. It's it's sort of a fake piece. Potters reminds me of potters in the first sen- sen- century would build. Beautiful pot, pot, pottery. They would shape it and they would put it into a kiln to, to fire it so it would firm up and become no longer clay but become hard. And, um, and sometimes it would come out and it would have cracks in it. And some dealers that were dishonest would take wax and they would smear wax all in these cracks to hide the flaw and then they would paint the piece of pot, pot, pottery so it looked nice and it looked whole. They would lay it out in their shops to be sold or be sent to a shop to be sold at the shop. It would be put out. And if it it sat out in the sunlight during the daytime, that wax, even though it had paint on it, would begin to melt. And the cracks would be revealed in the pottery. So the thing that was supposed to be whole and good was not. So honest dealers would take on the bottom of their pottery would take and put the word "sinecera," which means without wax. It's just to say, hey, this is the real deal, and it does not have flaws and it. It's not hidden. It's the real deal. And that's from where we get the word sincere here, right? Without wax. This is what I, it says that it is. And if, if we don't have uh, a faith that's or a peace that's sincere, uh, then it's it's not really peace, right? If, if we don't have uh, a peace, uh, a peace that d- doesn't fix anything isn't, isn't a peace at all. See, uh, so it says right here, blessed are the peacemakers. See, a peacemaker is honest. He sees the truth and doesn't sway from the truth. Unless you can make the peace in dealing with the truth, it's not going to be really peace. You're just sort of going to to cover and help make it work out for a season but it's not going to last he's the see, peacemaker sees his own faults sees broken relationships speaks honest but gentle words they speak truth even when it's hard some would say a peacemaker is someone who bends over backwards so everyone will get along, but a peacemaker is probably the opposite of that. The peacemaker is someone who will confront and love at personal risk of pain or loss. A peacemaker con- confronts and love with personal risk of pain or loss. Not too long ago, I had heard a young man who was getting into some trouble uh, and uh, had fallen into some sin so I called the young man up and said, "Hey, man, I'd love to get lunch with you. Just talk and see how life's going." They jumped at the at the bait there and said, "Sure, man, that'd be great." So we met. Uh, I forget where we met. Could have been the the loop. And um, so we're sitting there and we're getting to eat. And uh, I'm asking how life is going. And so then I straight up asked him, "Hey, are you are you involved in this, this, and this?" And at that that moment, the young man's eyes got got huge, wide, and then his his count, countenance sort of fell, and he no longer sort of looked me in the eye, and he said, yes, because everything in him just sank. And said, yeah, he said, that's, that's true. And so we talked about it. We talked about steps on getting out of sin and what it meant to, to follow Christ. And as we left the conversation, he thanked me. And I've heard of this guy really growing in his faith over the past year, and you go, oh. I got to confront someone in love in the right way, and they responded the right way. And where their life was a wreck, peace, restoration, wholeness was sort of brought back. I've had conversations like this countless times in my ministry, and many times through the grapevine, I've heard back from after the conversation was had that someone else that they had told someone else that I was. I was uh, judgmental, that I was hateful, that I was mean, or I was a jerk. And I know you look at me and go, Pastor Dan, no one would ever think that of you. But they've they've, they've said those things, and and I've had even the opportunity to even even come back to them to try to bring peace, even through that. Going, hey, I heard heard you said this, this, and this. Sometimes the most loving thing you can do for someone is to speak the truth directly to them no matter what it's going to cost you. And it could cost you. See, being a peacemaker takes guts and it takes courage. It takes courage to speak the truth. It takes courage to take a risk. And it's going to cost you. It will cost you. Uh, I've had uh, more than one uh, than I would ever care to admit conversations that I felt like were, were brought in the right way, uh, of, that did not go well. For some of you students that, that I may have never even talked to again. Uh, and you're like, oh. So as, I hope you see that a peacemaker isn't a pacifist. They're really a fighter. A peacemaker fights for someone that doesn't, sometimes doesn't even know they need to be fought for. But you're going to fight for them anyways. Um, a good biblical definition of a peacemaker is a p- person who through honesty and risk takes what is broken and restores it to wholeness. A person who through honesty and risk takes what's broken and they restore it to wholeness. Jesus uh, in John 14, 20, 27, I think in Isaiah, he's called the Prince of Peace. Here he says, my peace I, I leave with you, my my peace I give to you, not as the world gives you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. He, he, he gives us peace. R- Romans five one says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God. What is broken is now restored. That which, which was broken, Broken in Genesis chapter three when when Eve took of the fruit and ate of the fruit that we, she was the forbidden fruit and she took that fruit gave it to Adam and dumb Adam took the fruit and he took a bite of it. Says so sin came into the world and we've been running to sin ever since. See our sin as we know in Romans three twenty three it separates us from God. See for 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 all. Have sinned and come short sure of the glory of God. All of us sin, and the wages, what we earn of sin, is death. But the gifts of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is that the, the wages, what we earn, is is death. But God made a way through Jesus Christ. This 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 is peace. This is what a peacemaker does. See. We are in a world full of broken people that many don't know they're broken. But they do know what I'm trying to get, what I'm trying to vie for, what I'm trying to fill my life with is not satisfying me. It does not satisfy me. And we are made whole and right through repenting of our sins and trusting in Jesus Christ. So as a peacemaker, we take what has been given to us, and we give it to the world at every opportunity that we have. Blessed are the peacemakers. See, we're not called to be peacekeepers. We're called to be peacemakers, and that is by sharing the good news of, Je- of Jesus Christ. Uh, That's by sharing the gospel. For- forgives if you're Sins and right relationship with God is found through Jesus Christ and through him alone. And this is a free gift that you can have. That is being a peacemaker. You know, my dad lives down in Mandarin, and he uh, has a reputation there that is uh, larger than life. Many people know him. Uh, I run into folks all the time, and sometimes I'm introduced as, hey, this is Joe Walsh's son. And I say, yes, they go, oh. You're Joe's your, 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 your son? I say, yes, sir. I, yes, ma'am, I am. And they go, you don't understand what your dad did for me when I was so-and-so age, when I was needing wisdom, when I was needing help, when I was needing money, when I was needing this, needing that. Your dad is a great man. It must be great to have him as a dad. And I say this, it is, I love, he, he, he he's a been a fantastic father to me. Uh, there's, There's no... You know, One of the great honors on this earth is when I'm just called Joe Walsh's son, that I am called his son because I know the man that he is, uh, and I am privileged to to be, to be his son and call him father. In the, the verse here, it said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. There is no greater thing that we can be called than sons of God. Galatians 4, 4 and 5 say this, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. That, that God claims us as sons. And it goes on and says, And because you are sons, God has sent the, the Spirit of the Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. We are privileged to be called sons of God. There's no greater privilege that we can have in this life be a peacemaker see the truth for what it is take the risks no matter the cost help to bring wholeness to a world that needs to have wholeness there's broken relationships all around you that you're called to be a peacemaker for and there is the greatest relationship that you can help to mend, and that is between God and man. And all we're called to do is share the gospel, the good news. So go out and do it. Have uh, a great week. Let's let's go to the Lord in prayer, dear God. I thank you so much for a chance to talk about stuff that's important to you. Uh, Lord, help us to be peace makers in our life. Help us to honor you. Uh, help us to trust you. Help us to follow you wherever you lead and give us strength and courage to be, to be bold. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a great week. Once again, June 10th, Lord willing, The Edge Live will be in big church. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain more about that next week. And don't forget, Youth Campus coming up and pray for Zion, Zion please, as he continues his treatments this week and next week up to the tr- transplant on June the 5th. Thanks. Have a great week.